0: last
1: faint clap this is Vanessa Gritton and you're listening to take a walk podcast I'm here with Adam Todd Brown
0: go Cubs <laughs> tell the people where we are we are at Dodger Stadium and I a reek of
1: garlic and I'm covered in mustard
0: there's a school buried under this place
1: we're gonna get back to you guys in a second once we can recap this in the studio but for now
0: welcome to take a walk Podcast that happens outside
1: with your host, Vanessa Gritton. And we're back. We are. Sweatier.
0: Yeah. A little we, more tired. We did a little bit of walking.
1: We took a lot of walks on Take
0: a Walk. We Ubered to Dodger Stadium That's... and then did a
1: big old hike. Up to Dodger Stadium.
0: Yeah, and that we eventually did that thing where we're like, we should just get out and walk. It'll take 45 minutes less to get there. But it was all uphill.
1: It was all uphill. And by the time I got to the top, we took an Instagram photo. And in the picture, you could see that I'm very pink. Yes. uh, A shade I very rarely turn.
0: Yeah, yeah. You were Uh, the the color of the iPod we used to film our recordings here
1: use an ipod now you don't use that stupid little squat cam
0: that thing was a piece of trash Ah,
1: oh boy
0: way more trouble than it was worth so we got rid of it this is better i like it and now we just use that thank you for taking me to my first dodgers game of course what did you think of dodger stadium
1: i'll give the hot dogs and the garlic fries and the churros a 10 out of 10 which we all which we both consumed
0: yeah the the churro we got a churro to go that was good cold brew on
1: tap delicious
0: yeah she means coffee
1: oh that's not a known thing no i actually i had a lot of fun minus like the shit kid behind me that kept kicking my seat and kept telling me he couldn't see after i'd stand for like four seconds to let somebody out to pee and moved my head to catch a ball that he clearly couldn't catch and the whole time i kept thinking you're the kind of piece of shit that would be considered like precocious and cute in a movie but in real life i don't want to catch a ball because i hope it takes you out
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. The
1: entire time, I was just like, I'm going to lean to the left and I'm just going to let it get him.
0: Yeah, football comes. You just. Football? Here, here's your chance, kid. Go for it. You said football. No, I said if a ball. Oh, I'm just. You head- motherfucker. I can't, I can't hear through my headphones. Oh, of course not. Why can't so, you hear through your headphones? Oh, are they not turned on? No. Well, just. It's a, it's how, just it's how, the, how do it's I turn, turn them on? It's just a button on the gray. Button. Oh, man. Is it that one? Yeah, now now it's turning into a whole.
1: I like that we're in the studio, which should lower technical difficulties, and I still come with technical difficulties. Oh, I can hear myself now. Yeah, yeah, we're in the money.
0: You gotta, you gotta tell me these things.
1: I thought I honestly, I'm so tired. It didn't come to my attention until I realized I just couldn't hear you that well.
0: Yeah. This is fun because this is your podcast. I just get to sit back.
1: You get to sit a, back and relax.
0: Be the guest. Ah.
1: No, I was actually really excited. It was my first baseball game that I'd been to in a really long time. And I used to go to Angels games as a kid in Anaheim
0: because
1: uh-huh. uh, it was like one of the ways that my family was like, oh, this will help us like assimilate quicker. Because baseball, what a more American pastime. So we would do things like baseball and picnics and stuff that was like mm-hmm. outdated Americana, but we're just like, this makes us one of you. Uh, but this is my first Dodgers game for living in Los Angeles for almost three years now. I had never been and I'd always wanted to go, but I'd had that apprehension uh, from that story a few years back where that guy got trampled there.
0: Well, a guy got beat to death in the parking lot.
1: Oh, yeah, that too.
0: Yeah. And, and did
1: someone get trampled too? I recall somebody getting trampled there because Kevin used to work at a subway where one of their frequent customers got trampled at a Dodgers game. Yikes. Where they are just they saw it on the news, and they're just like, oh, that's the guy that comes in and gets the meatball sub all the time.
0: What was happening that was so exciting that someone got trampled?
1: Dollar hot dogs? Meh. I'm not sure, but that could be a reason.
0: Yeah. Who knows? Or they were just trying to beat up a precocious little cock. So you'd never been to Dodger Stadium. I'd never been, been to Dodger two Stadium. I been to baseball games.
1: I'd been to baseball games. I'd never been to Dodger Stadium. Most of my family had gone. I just kind of missed the bus on it. Yeah. And I'd always wanted to go because I feel like it's one of those L.A. landmarks that you have to go at least
0: once. Yeah, you want to see it while you're here.
1: And uh, it was a lot prettier than I thought it would be. In my head, I imagined it being very grimy.
0: Oh, yeah. Dodger Stadium's not not bad for being as old as it is. It's the yeah. third oldest stadium in Major League Baseball.
1: In my head, I kept picturing it as like a very grimy, nosebleeds, like shit kind of situation when we got there it was like big beautiful led screens and like newer facilities and we were actually like pretty close and the seats were pretty comfortable yeah
0: we had good seats
1: i did thoroughly enjoy slash fear how many balls flew towards us yeah i had no idea that was as much of a danger as it is
0: yeah there was there was that great moment near the end of the game where there's vendors walking around the whole time yeah and there was this vendor selling raffle tickets. They do a raffle for money at the bottom of the eighth inning. And he was talking to someone further down the row. And he had his back to home plate. And the girl who was right next to where he was standing oh yeah <laughs> just did this move that made it look like she was ducking because a ball was coming. And he freaked out and like ducked down Squatted and covered low. his head. And she was just doing it to fuck with him, and I thought it was so great. It was
1: great. He was like, people do this to me all the time.
0: Yeah, and now that I know that, I'm going to do that to someone It's sometime. a blast. Yeah. It looked, looked like a lot of fun.
1: Uh, they're playing the Rockies. That Colorado are from, Rockies. I'm a, I was good. At, thank you for say Colorado, because I wasn't sure. Yeah, uh, I don't watch a lot of baseball. I've always been a, a hockey kind of gal, so this is, this is really fun. And uh, this is your third Dodgers game.
0: I believe it's, no, I think it's my second. I know Mm. I went to one with Alex Schmidt, but I think this might only be my second Dodgers game. Unless one just got lost in memory. Yeah, it's possible. I've been to a few baseball games since I moved to California. Mm. I went to a game in Oakland. The Oakland Coliseum literally has a catwalk that goes over a junkyard.
1: I before okay. you
0: get to the stadium. Funny thing so is, appropriate.
1: On the other side of that cadwalk towards the junkyard, there's also a hotel near there. I stayed there.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: It was awful. I got trapped in the elevator for a very long time and a sickly cat just came out from behind a dumpster and started coughing when I parked.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: It was the most welcome to Oakland situation i, feel I had like ever I feel like being
0: in. trapped in an elevator is probably the safest you could be in Oakland, though. I
1: wasn't that nervous about being trapped in the elevator, although the guy that was uh, sent to... Fix it. it was just like, Oh, what'd you do? As, <laughs> as if I had anything to do yeah, with what it. C-
0: could you do? I was just
1: like, Yeah, I just want to be here forever. Yeah. And uh, I was staying with two other people. One went out, and the entire time I was so worried because I was just kind of like, Please don't walk any distance for long without me. And then the other one went to get a bag from the car, and he comes back in, and he's just kind of like, There was a van full of prostitutes beckoning me in the parking lot. Nice. And that's in my head what I pictured Dodger Stadium to be.
0: <laughs> but it's not. It's it is kind of tense though. Like it it like There's a little bit of tension. I always say it feels kind of like going to a gang truce. Like everything's fine but it might not be fine. It 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 feels like it could go the other way at any minute. Because there's a lot of a lot of gangs in LA <laughs> and uh I don't think one side or the other likes baseball more. <laughs> I think I think they just hit the games with probably the same frequency.
1: One thing I was surprised about was how much like fashion goes into going to a Dodgers game. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. When I go to hockey games, there's maybe like somebody that wears like cool ducks earrings or like guys have a custom jersey they really dig. But it was almost like Disneyland and like people have like specific Dodgers related outfits yeah where it was uh, like the most contouring and makeup I'd ever seen like a lot of women in like full face oh yeah and guys and just like your total gelled hair gold watch. it it was almost like everybody was like bringing their best forward and i was just like in a mustard stage <laughs> <shirt. laughs> i was in a mustard shade shirt it's like a sweater and it's red white and blue and i just got it at forever 21 because it was cheap and when adam and i were waiting for this, an, an uber this drunk fucking goomba walked towards me and like touches my arm and first of all if you're a stranger don't fucking yeah, touch me don't do that and he's just like oh usa color soccer sick and he was just like uh he was like what t-? like before he said that he was like what team and I was just like forever 21 <laughs> <laughs> He's like no but it's USA colors I'm like I got it at Forever 21 I don't well, want, I, mean, I don't a- I don't know what you want for
0: me I mean yeah it's red white and blue but that doesn't It doesn't mean soccer It doesn't necessarily mean it's a team USA soccer jersey This could easily be France Yeah who the fuck cares about team USA soccer
1: definitely not me, and I only own one soccer team thing, and it's Barcelona, because that logo is beautiful. Red, white, and blue are some hokey-ass colors. Yeah, they are. As I wear them.
0: So Dodger Stadium.
1: Give me a little bit of the history about it.
0: What an interesting place. Because I know nothing. Well, it's built in what is, I think, called the Elysian Hills Mm -hmm. area, or that's what it was called before we started cutting those hills down to put things up. The thing about Los Angeles Los Angeles hates open space. Yeah. Like if we have open space, we're like, "Hey, that could be a parking lot. You put some cement down there." And Dodger Stadium is built or was built in this area of Los Angeles called Chavez Ravine. And that area at the at the time was basically a community. It mm-hmm. was a uh, mostly Mexican community. They had stores there. They had churches. Like, it was kind of a self-sufficient, almost like a separate city. It looked like a different country, kind of.
1: It's a little pueblo, basically. Yeah. And And, Los Angeles looked at it, and they were just like, ah, no.
0: Yeah. And what happened is, at one point in the 1950s, this guy named Frank Wilkinson has this idea that he's going to revitalize... Chavez Ravine, mm-hmm. July 1950, all of the residents get letters saying that they have to sell their homes to the government because the government's going to come in and put in these high-rise, low-income housing projects, Lol. and that once those are built, the people who got kicked out would have first dibs on moving back in. People still didn't want to move, which that that's, that's a given. Whenever yeah. the government comes in and says, hey, get... Out of here, we need to put up facilities. We need to pave
1: paradise.
0: Yes, yes. And put up a parking. lot. Put up lot. a parking lot, just like Joni Mitchell said. That people never I was take. Counting girls. <laughs> 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 oh, <no>. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Featuring Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> yeah. The so people fought it for a long time. This they get these letters in 1950 and. People go for it. This project was supposed to be called Elysian Park Heights, Mm. and eventually most of the residents go for it. But by 1952, most of them had been forced out. And Frank Wilkinson has this idea to put up Elysian Park Heights, which is going to be this housing project, and people are going to be able to move back in. The problem was after everyone moved out, real estate lobbyists who were basically opposed to the idea of low-income housing, they would rather just put up housing that people with incomes could buy, they step in and go, hey, you know what this is? This is socialism. And this was at a time, this was during the Red Scare in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. when everyone was getting accused of being a communist.
1: I actually did a voiceover about that for the Democratic Socialists of America. Oh, nice.
0: Yep. Yeah, this so this is. I got to read the quotes from that insane
1: fucking trial.
0: Yeah, there there were a lot of insane trials, and this guy's Frank Wilkinson's was one of them. Yep. Eventually, someone stepped in and go. They called it creeping socialism. That was how they referred to the idea of putting up low income housing. Yeah. was creeping socialism. So Frank Wilkinson gets called to testify in front of Congress about whether he's a communist. <clears throat> And he refuses to answer the question. Yeah. Because he was a communist. Like, there were a lot of... that. Like, it, it was a witch hunt, but there were also some communists in L.A. at the time, which yeah. is fine.
1: That's Dude. when they asked that famous question, are you now or have you ever been affiliated with the Communist Party?
0: Yeah, yeah. And when he asked, was asked that question, he refused to answer. Yeah. So they threw him in jail for a year. Yep. So once that happens, the fate of this Elysian Park Heights project is completely up in the air. The residents who stayed, because they didn't eventually... People still stayed after 1952, but most people were gone by then. Mm -hmm. But the people who were there filed this series of lawsuits, and it turns into this long legal battle between the remaining residents of Chavez Ravine, or Chavez Ravine, I don't know how you pronounce it.
1: Probably, Probably Chavez.
0: Chavez, yeah. I watched two documentaries about it today and I still forgot how it was pronounced (laughs) but one of the things that uh, came up in one of these documentaries as opposed to just letting these people move back into their homes in some cases they gave the houses to the Los Angeles fire department to use as testing facilities so they instead of just letting people who wanted their houses back move back in they were like no we're gonna set it on fire for practice (laughs) Like, how shitty is that? Or it's just
1: kind of like, oh, no, I failed my test. It's fine. There's another house of memories you can use. (laughs) Yeah, it's Somebody
0: learn how to walk in
1: this one. You'll
0: do better. This was such a a dark moment for a city with so many dark moments. This is one of the darkest. This podcast, every
1: episode has been like, but here's the dark moment in Los Angeles
0: history. And the... The first dark moment in... They call this the the Battle of Chavez Ravine. Mm. And it was this long series of lawsuits. Finally, <laughs> in 1959, the uh, government... Like, the s- state government goes in and forcibly removes people. It was May 8th, 1959. They call it Black Friday, as it relates to this particular situation. And if you go online and look at pictures or videos... It's horrifying. Like, they are literally dragging people out of their houses, and as soon as they get the people out, they're bulldozing their houses, like, in front of them. And the only reason, depressing side note, the only reason they were able to do that is because the people of Los Angeles voted in favor of it.
1: Ah! It
0: was called the Taxpayers Committee for Yes on Baseball Referendum and the voters of Los Angeles decided they (laughs) would- This
1: sounds like a Simpsons episode.
0: (laughs) They decided they would rather have a baseball stadium than a community of perfectly innocent, well-meaning Mexican people in their midst. So this vote passes. Black Friday happens where they fucking drag people out of their houses and bulldoze them. And then the city buys the land back from the federal government at a huge discount, basically cents on the dollar. They buy it back from the federal government with the understanding that they'll use it for... They'll put up something that the public can use. Mm. And that became Dodger Stadium. (laughs) Their idea for something the public could use was a baseball stadium. And if you go back and look at pictures of this area before they put the stadium up, it's a lot... It's still... As we learned today, there's a lot of fucking hills. But there used to be significantly more hills. But to put the stadium up, they had to literally cut the tops of a lot of these hills off. And one of the things I bring up all the time about Dodger Stadium, it's my favorite fact about Dodger Stadium. One of the hills they had to cut, there was basically a valley underneath it. Uh-huh. And they just cut that hill in half and pushed the dirt down into this valley. There's a school down there. Ah! They just took the roof off and basically filled the school in with dirt and all the other buildings. So there is a school buried under Dodger Stadium. At some point, archaeologists are going to find that and be like, what, what did the they do? Fuck. Why did they bury their school to put up a baseball stadium?
1: Take. We have to the <laughs> ball game, drag us out of our homes, bulldoze the place where my family lived. I just know that I'll never get back.
0: Oh, <laughs> so fucking dark. Th- that's, that's basically the story of how we got baseball, Dodger Stadium. <laughs> There's a school under there. Came to be. That's also a Simpsons episode. Yeah, like they- Lisa finds the buried school. And it, and it it really is just kind of... It seems super racist, and it is, mm. like, in a lot of ways. But it wasn't initially a decision fueled by racism.
1: <coughs> it they, was made easier by it.
0: Yeah, it was made easier. And they just had the unfortunate situation of being in the perfect place for a baseball stadium. <laughs> like, Dodger Stadium is one of the most perfectly situated stadiums. And it's because this whole area... Like before, even before it was Chavez Ravine, when it was just the Elysian Hills, people, there's a a part of Elysian Hills called Mount Lookout that people would just go up to and hang out because it was such a great view of the city, and you can get really great views of Los Angeles from within Dodger Stadium because it's basically at that same kind of elevation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dodger dog. Dodger dog.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the history behind Dodger Stadium.
1: The dark-ass history. And now it's a place where I almost pooped my pants
0: twice. What was on your hot dog that you got? It was intense. Uh... I say that as if mine wasn't...
1: <laughs> yours, was, yours was pretty loaded. Mine was bacon-wrapped. Nice. And then it had peppers and onions and jalapenos. And then I requested mustard instead of mayonnaise, because that was the original topping. There and was mayonnaise
0: on hot dog? There was
1: mayonnaise on
0: hot dog. Uh, I hope Dodger Stadium is haunted by the people buried underneath it for that. For the mayonnaise on yeah.
1: the... Because uh, I was just like, can I just not get mayonnaise, because that sounds like a nightmare? Yeah. And um, can also
0: you take it off the menu, please, this forever? This is an injustice.
1: Yeah. I'd take, they're like, oh, we also have one of pulled pork. And I'm like, that's fine. Mayonnaise, out. Uh, it, w- it was a pretty intense hot dog. And... The way I describe any kind of stadium poop, (laughs) because...
0: Stadium
1: poop? (laughs) Because I swear to God, it's like this is just a cruel trick the body plays. You could be at home and your bathroom's open and everything's fine. and You're just like, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. I think I might have to poop at some point. Every time I've ever been at a stadium, doesn't matter what sport it is, it's fine, 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 shit now. and Uh,
0: (laughs) Worst place to shit.
1: Worst place, and there's just a long line. And once I finally get in the restroom, (laughs) this is my worst nightmare come true. I just wanted to like sit and evacuate myself in peace. Yeah. And (laughs) the lines were getting like empty for the most part. So there there are so many stalls. Like nobody had to wait in front of my stall. Right. One woman for some reason decided to plant herself in front of my stall when there's so many stalls she could have been waiting for. And about like a minute in, and I'm just like, enjoying myself she's like should i come back and <laughs> like don't address me go what? to a different stall
0: yeah what the fuck
1: like i refuse to answer her i'm just kind of like i'm not rewarding this behavior
0: should i come back
1: no go to your own stall you skag
0: oh you should have just farted just-
1: <laughs> I should- even if i could have just made it with my mouth just as
0: <laughs> yeah
1: what's that say
0: yeah, what a that bitch. That's just leave.
1: Let me let me poop in peace. No one likes pooping in public, even less when you address me. Yeah. Never address me.
0: And it's always, baseball stadium bathrooms are always gross. No matter how yeah. nice the stadium is, the bathrooms are always terrifying.
1: So you mentioned while you we were at the game that the Dodgers were your dad's team. Uh, what was your team growing up?
0: The Cubs. Always? Always yeah. Cubs? Yeah. As my dad's team should have been as well. Because he, like me, was born in Peoria, Illinois also. What
1: was his like, did he have a reason for preferring Dodgers?
0: He just he liked Los Angeles in general. Mm. He liked the that's how he explained it to me. He just thought as a kid that LA was probably a cooler place than Peoria, <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> And, That's a great reason. Yeah, and that the you know so the, it would follow that the sports teams would be cooler also. Mm. So he was a Dodgers fan. He was an L.A. Rams fan. Like they were in L.A. for a long time. Then yeah. they went to St. Louis, and then now they're back in L.A. Uh, yeah, he was an L.A. Rams fan. The first base major league baseball game I ever went to was Cubs versus Dodgers at Wrigley Field before it had lights.
1: Fun. <laughs>
0: That's how fucking old I am. <laughs> my first baseball game Wrigley still didn't have lights. They put up lights in I want to say 87 and I went to my first baseball game in 85 at Wrigley Field back when the areas surrounding Wrigley Field were still terrifying. <sighs> like you it, it it was not a safe walk to your car. Yeah to say the least.
1: Not like Anaheim Angels Stadium. Yeah, it's.
0: <laughs> I would sleep it's at the so, Anaheim Angels Stadium. I used stadium.
1: to work around the stadium when I was like 15 years old. I worked at a movie theater down the street. And it's so easy to get in and out of the stadium comparatively to jo- Dodgers Stadium. Yeah. It's just you could see the parking lot the second you get out and then you could see the highway next to it and you're out. Yeah. It's so easy. And it was the first game I went to. It was the... Uh, Blue Jays and the Angels, and my dad not understanding baseball and only having had watched soccer would get up and do the goal <laughs> thing. every time they hit. It. As a child, it's mortifying. As an adult, man, I wish I had footage of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, although we should have done that tonight.
1: We should have, in honor of my <laughs> of my dad, who would have loved that. Uh, who also finds it very stupid that they are now the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim.
0: Yeah, that's what the insane. fuck. <laughs> yeah, for a long time, to- for the first three years <clears throat> that uh, the Anaheim Angels were a thing, they had to play at Dodger Stadium. And I didn't know that. Yeah, and they, rather than having to constantly say another team's name when they told people where they played, they referred to it as Chavez Ravine Stadium. <laughs> so it's. Let's just shit on them a little bit more. Oh, fuck. We'll just name the stadium after the neighborhood that we destroyed to put it up. But then they eventually went to fucking Anaheim or wherever they are now. But yeah, Dodger Stadium. Dark, dark history. But there's some cool stuff that's happened at Dodger Stadium. What's some of the cool stuff? There's uh, the guy that got trampled. There was the guy that got trampled. There was the guy who got uh, beat to death in the parking lot. I don't know if he got beat to death. He might have just had severe brain injuries. But either way, Fleetwood Mac recorded Tusk there.
1: They played Tusk on the organ over yeah, we there, and I
0: loved it. Yeah, they they really embraced the fact that Fleetwood Mac recorded a song there in 1979.
1: Like, where there? Like, where in the stadium?
0: Oh, have you never seen the video? It's literally... they Because Tusk, that horn section in the background is the USC marching band. And so the actual... How
1: have I never seen the
0: video? Yeah, there's there's video. Yeah, now I wish I hooked my... If I can hook the TV up. We'll make it homework. Yeah, if you if you just Google Fleetwood Mac Tusk, it's probably the first video that'll come up. And it's a video of them recording that song at Dodger Stadium with the USC marching band. So that was pretty cool. I and I, yeah, I was surprised to hear it on the organ. Like it that I thought that was really cool.
1: It was cool because we had just talked about it before we got there. Yeah.
0: So and almost as soon as we sat down,
1: dun 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 Dun, dun, dun. God
0: that's such a good song.
1: I can I have to buy tickets for their final tour. Uh, yeah, let's I've go see Fleetwood out. Mac. We have to see Fleetwood Mac and if Steve Miller plays at any point, we have to go see him but blindfolded.
0: Yeah, I still don't want to know what that guy looks like. I Did think you I act- accidentally I accidentally saw him and I feel like I've forgotten. I saw him
1: live when I was 18 and I forgot.
0: Yeah. Cuz he just he's like he's like the Mothman. <laughs> just has an unremarkable head. Like, he's just, you look at it, and you know it's there, but it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't implant itself in your memory. It doesn't mean anything to you when you look at it. I can't even. Just a head.
1: And, like, I know I stared at him because they played my favorite Steve Miller song, which (laughs) which is the lamest one. uh,
0: Is it The Joker? Nope. Uh, Abracadabra? Yep. Well, yeah, of course. Abracadabra. The Joker is the lame one.
1: A lot of people find the Joker to be the lame one. I find "Abracadabra" to be the lame one, just because. What the fuck is that song about? Yeah. The Joker at least has some kind. It it it's it's very buffety. Yeah. Uh, Abracadabra, I. Who
0: the fuck knows? Is there a person alive who has not sung the chorus to "Abracadabra," but replaced the last line with "I want to reach out and stab you"? Like, you have to. Like you I feel have like to. everybody you has have it to. You have to once sing it that way, because it would have been so much cooler. It wouldn't have made the song any more or less creepy. Like, getting stabbed by someone in, in the night, or just getting grabbed by someone. Both terrifying. I'll take the stabbing, because I don't know what the grabbing leads to. Yeah, the grabbing could go somewhere. Stabbing, you know the ordeal is over there, and now it's just you and your base survival instincts. I like it.
1: I dig it. How many baseball stadiums have you been to? Because you mentioned Wrigley. You mentioned Dodgers. You mentioned Oakland.
0: I haven't been to a lot. I've been to Wrigley. I've been to... I, I went to the Old Bush Stadium in mm. St. Louis. Been to Miller Park in Milwaukee. Mm. I've been to the Metrodome, which was the Twin Minnesota Twins' old stadium. And I've been to a game at their new stadium, which I don't remember the name of. Oakland, San Francisco... I feel like that's it. That's I never a lot. <laughs> yeah, I never made it to any... Like, when I was in New York, I never made it to a Yankees game or a Mets game, which I kind of regret.
1: I did a Yankees game.
0: Oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah, I've uh, never been to Yankees Stadium. So, I, yeah, like six or seven I've been to.
1: Yankees Stadium was mostly fun because I'd never been somewhere where baseball felt like old-timey baseball. Oh, yeah. Because Anaheim games kind of feel like Dodgers games in that it's very... It's a very young kind of crowd. Right. It's a little bit more of like a party kind of crowd. And there's, there's a lot based on like how they present themselves. And Yankee Stadium was the most old timey, mustachioed, everyone's covered in mustard stains and there's, everything is sticky. Yeah. Like that kind of feeling. And it, not in like a bad way, but that kind of what you imagine baseball is going to be like when you grow up. But isn't it
0: kind of in a bad way? Because the problem with baseball in general is it's such a game of tradition Yeah. that when it comes to stadiums like Wrigley or Fenway Park in Boston that are pretty much ancient shitholes that are going to collapse on everybody (laughs) at some point, they're just like, no, man, tradition. We got to keep it going. That's why Wrigley Field didn't have lights until 1987. That's insane. They had to play every game during the day. Like how fucking inconvenient can you be to your fans?
1: I can't imagine the sheer discomfort of sitting in an old ass stadium with seats built for a thinner American. Uh, yeah, because Dodger Stadium clearly took into account that most of us are chub chubs. Like,
0: yeah, that, they're they're pretty spacious at Dodger I Stadium. I was
1: grateful for that. Yeah, I can't imagine a seat with for like nineteen forties asses.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Well they usually when they renovate a stadium they will replace the seats, seats you can first. actually you can actually buy seats from Wrigley Field right now They're in Sky mall are they yeah I want some so if anyone's listening buy me seats from Wrigley Field Buy him seats and buy me Jordans I'll put them in the studio yeah we at one point that's the great thing about baseball
1: you could totally look at your phone and dick around with other stuff.
0: Yeah, no one's gonna. I be can't like,
1: ever look down when I watch hockey.
0: No one's gonna be like, "Oh, you're not paying attention to the game." It's like, yeah, I am. I can hear when people start cheering. That's why
1: I was getting annoyed with that kid. I was just like, I have to see when like nothing was happening. I'm like, there's nothing for you to look at right now.
0: Yeah, the the kid in front of us was cool as shit. Though. That kid was dope. Yeah.
1: The kid behind us was way too hype about nothing. And it was just kind of. Yeah,
0: and he was. I heard him like making conversation with his dad, like trying to sound all baseball smart. Yeah. At one point, he was like, This is a first and third situation. It's like, you shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up right now. Everyone knows there's runners at first and third. We're all at baseball games. You shut the fuck up. You are not precocious. You are not Malcolm in the middle. And that's when me and Vanessa got kicked out of a Dodgers game.
1: I (laughs) would. I kept having to like tell myself to calm down. And then at one point I just kept feeling like the same kick over and over at the bottom of my seat. And so I started texting with larger font to where I like held my phone kind of like half over my shoulder. And I texted Kevin, this stupid cock keeps kicking my (laughs) seat. I hope his dad sees this. (laughs) And like I held it there for like half a second. And then like, Seven seconds later, I hear his dad go, stop kicking the lady. And
0: (laughs) I was like, I'm on! You did it. That's pretty smart.
1: Yeah, that's my favorite move because I don't have to address anyone. Now they just think there's a seething, crazy person in front of them. The only time I've ever had...
0: And you know that guy behind you is a piece of shit trying to read your text message. Exactly,
1: because he can't fess up to that. Yeah. That's a win-win for everyone. Me. I'm everyone. Yeah. <laughs> the only time I ever had a break up like, a fight between an annoying kid and both parents was actually at Disney on Ice. Really? Yeah, uh, I went with my sister and I took her daughter and my other niece, uh, my brother's kid, and my mom, and we were all sitting in a row and my sister does not, she's from New Jersey, so <laughs> she's... She you, has, you really don't
0: have to say anything else. She has
1: New Jersey tact. Yeah. Uh, and... <laughs> She wasn't aware that when you film something, if you hold up an iPad, people can't see. And she's using an iPad to record. Mm. And, like, before I can say, like, hey, you know, I think you might be blocking some views, the people behind her, instead of even saying, like, hey, man, would you mind lowering your iPad, which she totally would have, uh, just started loudly, like, fetching about her. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I don't want to turn around and be like, don't, if you back talk about a New Jersey lady, like indirectly, you'll die. Yeah, Uh, yeah. And they're just kind of like, oh, this bitch, like just started mumbling about her. And she whips around and she's just like, is there something you want to say to my face? And yikes! (laughs) they both stand up and I'm just kind of like, "Uh, ladies, we're at Disney on ice and we are surrounded (laughs) by anxious children. So maybe have a seat and we could do this later. It was the most uncomfortable I'd ever been in my entire life.
0: It would have been fun to see that escalate into a fight. It
1: would have been so fun for anybody that wasn't me.
0: Yeah, it's always... I'm I'm weird with crowds. Like, I don't... I, I like going to big events. Like, I like going to baseball games. Mm-hmm. But crowds normally weird me out. But I always... I love being in a crowd and being close enough to see some really crazy shit happen. Yeah. Like, that's always really scintillating. Like, I went to an Aerosmith concert eh. once in Sioux City, Iowa. And there was this guy. He was so fucking hammered.
1: How hammered <laughs> was he?
0: He was so hammered. He was already drunk by the time he went to go get more drinks. And he comes back and he's carrying a minimum of six beers, maybe eight, on a, like a, a wait staff tray. And he's so hammered. He goes to sit down and just tips over. <laughs> And spills eight beers on the dude in front of him, who is fucking irate, as you would be.
1: When eight beers are
0: spilled on you. And everyone gets the guy calmed down and everything's fine. And these fucking idiots send the same guy back. No. To get more beer. And do I need to tell you what happened? He spilled it again! He spilled eight more beers on the same fucking God. And somehow did not get murdered where he stood. Because no one at that point... Like, I might have stabbed the guy once just, just to get in on it. Because at the, once you've spilled 16 beers on someone, in the span of like 30 minutes... You deserve to die in public.
1: Ugh. Like, I get beer guys rage because um, every once in a while, whenever we make the playoffs, what we'll do whenever there's a playoff game, uh, I say we, like, just assuming everybody knows I'm talking about the
0: Ducks, but that's just, like, mm-hmm. my only team I follow. Um, Which, by the way, Dodger Stadium, there was a Ducks game in
1: 2014. Whole, oh, yeah. How? The outdoor How? game.
0: How? 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 How?
1: Uh, my friend went I really wanted to go it was the outdoor game which I wish I could have seen at once. one point in my life because I've always wanted to see an outdoor game
0: yeah I know they do them every year but I didn't think they would, they'd ever done one in LA that's crazy yeah they
1: basically put ice like out onto the field yeah I really wish I could have seen that but Every once in a while we're, when we're in the playoffs, we will do an outdoor game where you go to the Honda Center parking lot and they'll have like a big projection of the game oh, and there's yeah. like a cookout and you can sit outside and it's really fun because fans are a little more rowdy because we're not scared of falling out of the seats. Right. So it's it's fun. Like you get that like sports camaraderie that you go see live sports for more so than almost there was an actual game happening. Yeah. Because it feels like a cookout almost. And this was when we were in a sweep and we were all, all kinds of hype. And there's a guy in front of me who's sitting in like a foldable lawn chair. And every time we'd make a goal, uh, he would stand up. And by the way, our goal song is Pennywise because sure, sure. we're the most Orange County. Yeah, uh, It's uh, Brohem. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. I know. <laughs> That's crazy. I wish we had something like the Blackhawks where they have Chelsea Dagger by the Fratellis. Yeah. Uh, but no, we got Brohem by Pennywise. But I will stick with my home team. Every time the Ducks made a goal, he would stand up and his stupid folding chair would fly into me. And the first two times to- like where he'd like yeah. it would he'd like kick it back kind of, like like cause he would just go a little to ham. And the first two times I was just like, I get it. Yeah. we're in a sweep so far. This is amazing. After the fourth time, and I had much more booze in me because I brought good old Flasky. Nice. I was getting really irate. And we had a little bit left in the game, and I was like, I swear to God, if that chair flies back and hits me one more time, sure enough, we make a goal it flies back and hits me and I'm so drunk and I've got so much just like piss and vinegar in me. And this is yeah. the second time I've almost gotten to a fight while Pennywise was playing. I'm not <laughs> kidding. The first time was at Warp Tour and I hit a man with an umbrella. I just took his lawn chair and held it behind me and started <laughs> like barking. You don't get this back. You don't get this back at him.
0: You should have just thrown it behind.
1: <laughs> Cause it was one of those like really light, pop-up ones and I'm just holding it behind me and his wife looks embarrassed like this happens all the time and my best friend is just kind of like I'm just gonna let this play out because I too am annoyed and we ended up like making up over something ducks related the (laughs) kind of way that you do it like a sports game where like you're hugging afterwards now and I think it's like I started sharing my flask with him and he let me sit in the chair yeah I I that's when I was just like, oh, this is why live sports. This is yeah. why you, instead of watching it from home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In most situations, unless you're somewhere like uh, at a Raiders game uh-huh. where they will slit your throat. I
1: can't even watch Raiders games in public. I can't like be somewhere where there's a Raiders, no. Raiders game. It's a fucking nightmare. There was a
0: Raiders fan at the game tonight. He was just kind of off to my right. Oh, I saw and him. And he was Raiders fan as fuck. Yep. He was obnoxious
1: just everybody was like open for jokes and it was just like you're too confident
0: yeah he was like making friends with everyone but like shitting on him too like there was the guy next to him they who clearly they were not together oh yeah and at one point the the guy came that guy came walking back and the Raiders fan is like did you buy six of those Modelo's this time it's like easy with the judgment you're a fucking Raiders fan pal like, even if everything else in your life is perfect, you're still kind of a psychopath.
1: You're wearing the emblem of one of the few sports teams in the world where if you walk into a bar, the bartender goes, uh damn it.
0: Yeah, yeah. We the, the NFL let them move to Vegas. Thank God. Like, the NFL has been fighting teams going to Vegas forever. But they're like, "Yeah, Leave. Yeah, get fucking the fuck out of fucking here. Fucking go. Please. Uh,
1: what would you say is the biggest reason to go to a baseball game as opposed to watching it at home or at a bar?
0: Baseball is, to me, a, the best sport to watch in person. Mm. It's be, just because of the the pace of it. Like, it, the reason it seems so boring on television is because baseball isn't necessarily a game of action. Like, I mm. do jokes about it on stage, but I'm I'm really serious when I say that if you're running too much while playing baseball someone's not doing their job mm. like a perfect game in baseball means there's no runs no hits no errors no walks no action at all that's perfect that's how baseball supposed to be so watching it on tv there's not going to be the same kind of fireworks you'll get with like even a a, a shitty nfl game there's still going to be be a lot of action mm-hmm. and like it there's movement all the time and baseball's more of a subdued thing like it's sporadic action and it's more a game of tension yeah than action the the first game i watched this season on tv because i watch baseball a lot when i'm working i have it on in the background the first game i watched this season was one to one until like the eighth (laughs) inning like just the most boring shit and then i finish work and start watching this game for real and in the space of like an inning and a half, there's two three-run home runs, like a guy scores on a sacrifice fly to win the game. It was like all the action was right at the end. And bas- th- that's why it's so boring on TV. But when you're there in person with the people around, it's it just adds something to it. It has a kind of it. magic to it. Yeah, It but you still don't have to pay that much attention. Like seeing football in person is much worse than watching it on TV because football is a game where you need that announcer kind of telling you what is happening. Yeah. Because like you'll get replays at an NFL game, but it's not really enough. Like you need someone to say like there was a fumble. This is who fumbled. This is who recovered. Like it's all very hard to keep up with without someone talking in your ear. And basketball, kind of the same thing, but to a lesser extent,
1: you kind of have to have your eyes on it
0: a lot of the time. Yeah. But baseball, you don't need any of that shit. You can be more social. Yeah, you can like hang out and talk. And then when the game gets interesting, the dipshit behind you will say it's a first and third situation. But even so. that little <laughs> Cox
1: bonding with his dad in the seats.
0: Yeah, his dad, yeah, his dad who's like, I fucking know it's a first and third situation.
1: God damn it! I hate the weekends you're with, not with your mother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, baseball—it's just—it's like you like you said—it's a really social thing. Mm. Like baseball just makes for a good outing, and it's not as intense as going to a football game. It's not as expensive as going to a basketball game. Oh, it was really cheap. Which, yeah, yeah, Dodgers like Dodgers games. Like there are major league baseball stadiums that are expensive, but Dodgers games—it's like you fill your car up at a 76 gas station. And they're like, do you want a free car wash or six Dodgers tickets with that? We'll include it's, hot dogs and drinks. Yeah, yeah. Well, just please, please, just get to the game, please.
1: How would you recommend somebody visiting Dodgers Stadium for the first time? What what should they do on their first trip to like really solidify the experience?
0: I don't, Walk. Walk the same distance we did. Uh, Realize that there used to be people there who wanted to walk those hills. They did it for fun. They did it to get to and from their houses. You know, take in, I think the thing about Dodger Stadium is it's in such a historic area Mm -hmm. that before you go, just kind of read up on all the things that have happened in that area and what that area used to mean to los angeles like it still obviously means a lot to la it's where dodger stadium is but before that it has meant so much to so many other people and when you're walking that fucking trek up dodger stadium mountain to get to the the stadium you can just kind of look around and you still sort of feel it yeah like you can feel that this was in this was a really special area like there aren't It's meant a lot to a lot of people. Yeah, and they're they're like if you look at pictures from when Chavez Ravine was active and Mm -hmm. still a neighborhood, you still like LA in the background looks like it looks now. There's buildings and shit and like it looks like LA. And then Chavez Ravine just looks like it looks like a country. Like it looks like a different country. And you know, you just when you're when you're at a Dodgers game, just kinda look around and Think about what it used to be. and
1: Go with that mindset.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, go go with a fuck the Dodgers mindset. Yeah. Uh, because they stole that neighborhood. And because uh, I hope the Cubs beat them in the playoffs again this year. Like uh, we did last year.
1: I have to ask this question to everyone when we wrap up. And feel free to be as sarcastic with it as you want. Where can the people find you? <laughs>
0: I can't be found. <laughs> I'm very insulated in my apartment doing podcasts all the time. Uh, you can find me. I, uh, I host a podcast <laughs> called Unpopular Opinion. Really? That uh, you should check out. It's a part of the Unpops Podcast Network. We're a young what up, a and,
1: fine network.
0: up and coming network that uh, you should go support on Patreon if, uh, if, if that's what you're into. Give us give us some money. Give me and Vanessa money.
1: Give me money so that I can buy Jordans.
0: Yeah, yeah. We did. Or Timberlands. Yeah, that like you were saying, it's so social. We were shopping for Jordans for a while during that game.
1: And some cool ass fanny packs. We found harambe sneakers. We'll show you guys those later.
0: We found harambe sneakers. We got a Tommy Lasorda commemorative coin. Tommy Lasorda used to live in this apartment complex. This if you Google this complex, there's all these stories about it because it was the first Building built or first apartment building built in downtown LA in like thirty years at the time it was like 1985. Hot damn! And uh, yeah, Tommy Lasorda used to live here. There's a, a interview where he's talking about how easy it is to get to the stadium from here. It's like, man, I disagree <laughs> vehemently.
1: Oh yeah, that was a fun fucking nightmare getting back, but I had a blast. And for those of you listening, go explore your neighborhoods, go see a baseball game, take a walk.